everyone. Welcome back to Precisely Nowhere. I'm so happy to be back for another week. It is the highlight of my week when I get to record because there are so many aspects to managing the podcast and, you know, maintaining it and keeping it alive. Editing, recording, doing the edit notes, just there's lots of little things, but, and I do enjoy them. Recording is my favorite part because I get to take some time out of my day, sit down, be present, talk to everyone that's listening, and hopefully bring you good and positive vibes through the speakers, wherever you're listening. But yeah, it's just, I just it's almost a year. I can't believe that time has flown by. Next month will be one year of having the podcast, and I have so much content in store for the next couple months. I'm so excited. I was really inspired over the holidays and built out the episode topics through March. So, so many good things are happening. I'm still trying to ease into the year though. Like I felt like the holidays weren't as relaxing and then that was followed with Marco getting COVID. So I'm like the rest of January is going to be chill and I'm going to really ease into the year and give myself a rest, still do things, but not overdo it. Like I'm slowly working in my goals, adding them to my routine. I'm not like pressuring myself like, oh, I decided I need it. I'm going to work out more. I have to, you know, do this this many times a week. It's like I have my goals that I'm trying to work out three times a week and I am easing into it. Like I have been walking, which if you follow me on social, you will already be familiar with this. But one of my best friends, Rose, my former co-host, showed me this app that she's using because she's trying to walk a thousand miles this year and I decided to join her. So this app is awesome. If you're a Lord of the Rings or Hobbit fan, it's walking to Mordor and it's 1,780 miles to walk to Mordor. And that's like actually the amount of miles that like Bilbo Baggins had to walk. But it is so cool. There's a challenger and the, the challengers of cute names like Harry Foot Potter is the one I'm I'm on the slow one right now. I started on the fast one. I am easing into it, but I am challenging myself trying to walk at least three and a half miles a day every day and hopefully more. But if I walk at least three and a half miles a day, even just for 300 days, which isn't the full year, that's what I'm doing. And in between trying to do some Pilates and workouts but at least i'm walking which is good and i'm walking at a fast pace i do plan on adding in pilates because i want to work on like my full body and get build strength um it's really about building strength and and not losing weight because i do love my body as is do i look back in my 20s and i'm like damn you know and my college years for sure like (laughs) When my metabolism was so much faster and I could just eat whatever I wanted and not work out. Do I miss those days? Yes. But I look back at them and I'm like, you had a lot of good years, you know, and I I still do have good years now. I just have to actually move around a bit. And that's also better for like the inside of my body. So that's what I'm focused on is, you know, building strength and feeling good from the inside out. 
it's really important to me because I want to live a long life and I am realistic that in order to do that, it also helps to be like healthy. (laughs) January is almost ending, but you know, it's still the new year. So if you're, if you have your goals for the year and are starting to work them into your routine, give yourself a pat on the back, treat yourself to something nice, like a treat or you know, for me, some candy or Starbucks, because I don't go to Starbucks really anymore. I just make coffee at home. But treat yourself and try. I'm trying not to burn myself out also. That's really a big, important thing because I have a tendency to do that. Like I am so ambitious and I want to accomplish so much and I'm impatient. So I that can lead to burnout. And I'm trying to avoid burnout in 2024. I can control it. I just need discipline and some consistency and to give myself grace, which is easier said than done. But, and I think we all can burn ourselves out like men and women, but I just also know that women, especially, I feel like we retain so much information in general that we just remember all these things that need to get done. And then that we burn ourselves out in like those ways sometimes, like oh, I need it. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Men and women are different, but I, from my limited experience in a relationship now, I am like, women be doing a lot and men do a lot too, but women remember like everything. And then when you have a family, I feel like moms are, are, are the backbone of, of the family. And if, you know, you have a a mom in your life and not always every, every woman's different. I have a lot of women in my family and that is why I probably have this perspective because um, they're just doing a lot and it's amazing. And I am like, how are you juggling all these things? Like I don't even have a kid yet. And I have days where I feel like I'm juggling a lot and I'm like, how am I supposed to manage juggling a child too? You know, like, but people do it. <laughs> Uh, it's a thought I've been noodling with as I start to think about the next journey and next life milestone. And it's exciting and bittersweet because I've been just, it's just been me for a lot of my twenties and now it's me and Marco, but we're still a newer relationship. We've been dating for almost two years and in a relationship for a year, like a year and a half. And we've gone through so many life milestones together already and have gone through them and truly as partners and we've had our ups and downs and moments where we get frustrated. But overall, the love is still like very much there. And so that makes me happy and just gives me hope that as we continue through our journey, we will continue to grow together um, because we are already growing together and rubbing off on each other in different ways. And it's so interesting and different because I've been single for, I was single for like over 10 years. So I dated around, but I was doing me and living my best life and did not want to settle for anyone. I I used to think to myself when I was in my 20s, like I would really want to be in a relationship, but I was never willing to like change who I was or dim my light for somebody else. And that's probably because my first relationship that I ever had while it was in high school, it was still like 
my first love and the way that it ended just was not it it was toxic looking back at it and I ignored things that were red flags because I loved this person and my parents like kind of let me live through it they gave me advice but uh you know when you're a teenager you just think you'll you know everything also and you're like no I'm gonna marry this person and some people do turn out like high school sweethearts and that's amazing but I changed who I was in in a lot of little ways and you know went against some of my values and I learned the hard way when he ultimately broke up with me because they always do you know like it goes both ways but if someone's you know if you're having to sacrifice like your values and put up with things that are deal breakers like that's not uh that's not healthy and that was happening and but I had never been in a relationship you know so I was just taking it day by day hoping for the best and that one did a number on me like I there are good things from that relationship but I was heartbroken Adele brought me back to life. That's when I discovered Adele, her first album, and it brought me back to life. I spent lots of days and hours crying, listening to it in my room, and my mom would be like, "Girl, you got it. <laughs> okay, we gotta move, we gotta start moving on now." But like, you're still alive. You have such a long life, and like, this is you're gonna meet lots of people in your life. So don't, I guess, spend any more tears on this guy and. I still, you know, it takes time for people to get over relationships. But the point of my story is that you got to stick to your standards and trust your gut. The people around you, it's for me, if the my like friends or my family don't like a person, honestly, it's a red flag for me because I know that the people that I am, the people that are important in my life want the best for me. And not everyone has that. I acknowledge that. But that's where it's our choice of who we have around us. And I have people around me that I just know are good people and want, you know, good things for me and would never sabotage something and because they see me happy, you know. Wasn't intending to get this deep and trying to keep it light because it's January, but I have also been realizing that having a side hustle gives me creative ownership and new perspectives as well this year. So I'm so excited to have some fresh content with other women creators and entrepreneurs that are living their passion and come from all walks of life and are in all different stages of their entrepreneurship or and side hustles so I think you are gonna love the content and I'm just so excited I have some interviews lined up for over January and February so hoping that I'll have that content to you start to have some of it by March if not April so there is it's time consuming you know finding doing the outreach tailoring questions back and forth and I want to make these interviews truly collaborative because I feel like the best partnerships are collaboration and it's important to me that people that are coming on here resonate with 
the purpose of this podcast and vice versa with me with their brand. So very excited and excited to listen and get some nuggets of wisdom from new people because I'm still, uh, in my opinion, new podcaster and creator. And I love being a sponge and just like embracing the knowledge that other people who have already been, you know, doing this or doing things that I eventually want to do, the wisdom that they can share. So excited to bring that to everyone that's listening and wanted to also talk about listening skills as an adult because sometimes I, and maybe this is a hot take that I think adults still need to work on listening skills, especially if they maybe didn't learn them like when they were children or at any point in their life, not everyone's a great listener. Like, let's be real. So, and and myself included, like I've been practicing listening more in my relationship and new experiences that are naturally happening in life provide new opportunities. And I haven't been in a relationship, I can acknowledge in a while. So I didn't maybe even realize that I needed to work on my listening skills because I am a good listener, like especially to my friends, my family. But a relationship is a slightly different dynamic, in my opinion. And while Marco is becoming one of my best friends, it's, and I think I just say becoming because I'm like, <laughs> I got he has to put in a little bit more work and time to get there, but he is well on his way. But, well, you know, when I see him upset and I just like, I'm realizing that I want to fix things and provide him perspective. And sometimes me doing that, like it kind of backfires. Because he you just he needs to be listened to. Like and it's so hard because you know when you love someone you hate to see them like go through pain or like be hurt and you just like wanna like tell for me, tell them nice things and reassure them and help them find a silver lining, but you can try to do that, but you can't like control if they find that silver lining is also what I'm realizing. And it's not always helpful. Like listening is needed and everyone at some point needs to be listened to. So that is something that I've been reflecting on and working on. And also telling people what you need sometimes is something Marco and I have talked about because it's part of learning how to communicate. Like we're all growing individuals. No one's the same. And while you can be compatible with someone or be someone's like best friend and know them like in and out, I think it's also reasonable to encourage people to tell you, like, tell the other person what you need. Why are we expecting people to know how to respond to every situation? You know, like, no one's a mind reader. They can still take a wild, like, oh, maybe you don't want to be listened to for me and you want me to talk. But that's actually not the case always. So it's like a two-way street, in my opinion. But I am trying to encourage listening and working on our listening skills because it impacts us in so many aspects of our lives from relationships, friendships, work environments. When people are good listeners, I just really appreciate that because I feel like they're listening to what I'm saying and I feel heard. And feeling heard, I think, is so important in like a relationship, even in a work environment. Because if you don't feel heard, I just feel like you don't feel valued. And I think it's so important to feel valued and especially when like in environments where like you're putting so much energy into that environment and I think it's a low bar that we feel like we're listened to and heard. So 
normalizing talking about working on our listening skills even when we're adults because you know we're still growing and not all of us work on our listening skills or maybe they just also like talking which is totally cool but you got to shed space right like it's not just about you like collective think of everyone and listening to music oh i wanted to slide this one in here because marco sent me some music recently from an artist that i discovered but he listens to now and i love that because we bond on so many levels and bond on music especially so connor price is his name he's like he's a rapper but his his music he releases a lot of singles and i think he's done like a couple albums but they're like very like maybe like six songs he releases a lot of singles he collabs a lot with nick d who is another also one of my favorite like rappers and they their lyrics and the like just the beats and the music they're just so intentional and also like a lot of them are like hype like i'm just like this is the energy i need in my day and i'm gonna add you to my 30 and thriving playlist which is something i actually have i made it right before i turned 30 because i love music and if you know me really well you know that about me that i am a music enthusiast i just grew up listening to so many types of genres that i was i was exposed to so much which might be like the reason why i fell in love with it and have so many playlists on my phone for years i've been i've been making playlists but i have a 30 and thriving playlist and the energy is everything i can link to it in the show notes but it hypes me up i listen to it i used to listen to it more like every day a few times a week i haven't listened to it in a minute so i actually added some new songs to it and i'm gonna listen to it now daily because it's you know i'm like trying to live in my boss bitch era and that's the music really gets me in that mindset and mindset's everything right and confidence working on my confidence as well like i am a confident person but i'm a new creator and I'm putting myself out there in new ways and pushing myself out of my comfort zone. And sometimes that's not always like, Ooh, I'm super confident doing this. It's really, Oh, like I know it'll be good that I do this. I'm going to learn things and I'm going to learn more about myself and I'm going to ideally become more of myself. So I'll give it a try. But I have moments where I'm like, um, should I talk about this or post this? And I'm trying to get out of my head and just do what comes naturally to me and what is authentic to me and kind of give two bucks about what someone else thinks. Not in a all about me kind of sense, but just uh, there are lots of people on the internet doing lots of things and people like to judge people. And I'm just not going to worry about people that are going to judge me because I don't need that type of energy in my life. And I have lots of people already in my life that hype me up and I do the same for them, I think. So I'm trying to have more of that in my life. And I got to keep pushing myself out of my comfort zone and try new things to learn more about myself as well. Like, I think that's just part of growing and part of life as we get older. And it's scary for sure. Like, would I rather not maybe? But I'm like, what do I have to lose, you know? 
someone unfollowing me or deciding not to listen anymore? Possibly. But would I want someone that's going to unfollow me or decide not to listen over something that I'm saying that is actually like something I believe and it's not, in my opinion, offensive to anyone. So to each their own and I'm not going to be everyone's cup of tea. If you're listening, I would assume that I am your cup of tea. And if you're a new listener, you know, speak it out. Listen to another episode. I think you're going to vibe with it and like it. At least I hope you do. Anise is also someone that I love to listen to. He has great music. I really want to see him on tour. I haven't been able to yet, but I really want to see him. Also really love Beyonce, as a lot of you probably will know. And oh, John Batiste also has some really great music. Oh, Surfaces, love them too. Tierra Wack has this song, Chanel Pit. It's lit. I love it. It's a vibe. The lyrics are smart. That is what draws me into a lot of music now in days and probably for the past few years is music that has lyrics in it that actually have meaning and aren't just like meaningless and we all know there's some music out there that you're like okay like what is this value what what message are we trying to get across here and that's fine to each their own but if i'm gonna listen to music i also want to listen to things that they have intention behind them and they also happen to be really great in terms of the music and the lyrics and the sounds and the vibes and the person behind the mic and i just love music and movies and tv it's it's you know it's a real slippery slope some days i'm like okay you've watched a lot of tv today but you also did work and you did work on the podcast so yes you can watch a little bit more <laughs> there are other hobbies and I dabble in a little bit of a little bit of painting, a lot of watching TV. I just sometimes I'm like, I just love it. I mean, is it a problem? Mm, possibly. But am I going to eventually probably watch watch less TV, especially when I have children one day and I'm trying to not get them to like just be couch potatoes and be in front of the TV. Yes, for sure. So my days are numbered. I'm going to enjoy them while they last. And then, you know, I will have to scale back eventually, I'm sure. But until then, some recent shows and movies I watched and wanted to recommend here. I recommended some of them on my Instagram. But if you don't follow me, wanted to double down here because I heard from a little birdie who is a listener that she misses me talking about movies and TVs shows that I'd watch. I think because she doesn't watch that much that she'd get some wrecks here and it'd be and she listens to the podcast. That's like a two for one, you know, and I'm like, I have to give the people what they want. So and thank you for the suggestion because I do love talking about movies and TV. I just been, you know, playing around with different things to talk about, but I'm happy to add this back into episodes if everyone is enjoying the recommendations. So the creator movie I watched on Disney Plus because I have a Hulu subscription that's like linked to Disney Plus. So if you don't have Disney Plus, watch it on Hulu. It's awesome. It's set in the future and it's like a sci-fi action movie, high level synopsis. 
it involves like a war against humans and artificial intelligence. And I don't want to give any spoilers away, but it is worth a watch. I really liked it. And yeah, I don't I don't know what else to say about it other than I really liked it. And it was it was really good and action packed and visually like stunning. So check it out. You won't regret it. The actors in it too, John David Washington, which is Denzel Washington's son, who I've seen in like ballers. He's a really great actor. He's in it. And Gemma Chan. Allison Janey's in it too. There's a there's a great cast. It's pretty di- it's pretty diverse in my opinion as well. So highly recommend. Saltburn is also another movie I wanted to recommend. Watch that recently. It got recommended to actually by my best friend. And I had seen it around, but I was like, I'm gonna wait a little bit. But then she was like, No, you gotta watch this. It's like intense, dark humor, very graphic scenes and some steamy scenes. So if you're not into that kind of vibe, maybe not the movie for you, but it is a really, a really awesome movie. So highly recommend. There's some hotties in there. So check it out. And I don't think you'll be disappointed. The Traders is a show I recently started watching. The host is Alan Cumming. So kind of obsessed just by that. And it's set in Scotland in a castle. And Alan Cumming is Scottish. So he actually like speaks in his normal accent for the most part and wears like Scottish inspired outfits. So the fashion from him is on point. The castle part I love. And then it's in Scotland. I'm like, it's picturesque also. And it's a reality game, like a reality competition um, that you win money if you make it to the end. And there's like a group of people. And within the group, there's like three traders and they go on missions and, you know, to win more money like in the pot. And then I, when you make it to the end, you have to, and along the way, try to ban- try to banish the traders so some of the non-traders get banished because you know people be sneaky and stuff so it is a game of social skills and definitely listening skills are helpful in that game because there's been some people that are too talkative talkative and chatty and just like put their foot in the mouth and then and then they're gone so uh yeah highly recommend if you like watching things like Survivor or Big Brother or even The Mole, check it out. And actually, there's some reality people on there from Summer House and Below Deck. So I have been living for it. I recognize so many people. There's also someone from The Bachelor on it and Ryan Lochte. So lots of different people. There's two seasons. I am starting season two Queen Charlotte on Netflix. If you have watched Bridgerton, it's spinoff of that based like on the queen. If you haven't watched Bridgerton, highly recommend. I love season one a little bit more than season two. I think they were just trying to do too many things in season two, like storylines and plots, but still really like the season and really love the show. And Queen Charlotte is amazing the actors in it are so great and it like follows her life from when she like became queen to like present day when in present day is in like kind of present day Bridgerton but the fashion the music the cast the 
cinematography. It is all a vibe. So highly recommend, especially if you love period pieces. And I love period pieces. I just love feeling like you can kind of go back in time. And especially some of the period pieces like Queen Charlotte, where they take modern music and they make that like acoustic. And so like in the ballroom scenes, instead of seeing them play like a classic piece of music, they're also playing something like Taylor Swift or just something that you recognize if you like hear. And it's just so beautiful. Like the men, like the world's coming together. Um, Creatively, I really admire it. And it makes me want to live a day in life in that time, even though I know that wasn't like the best time for women. You were either like rich or poor. And if you were rich, you were getting married off based on how much money you had. And you were lucky if your parents let you like marry for love. So hopefully if my if I was rich and my parents let me marry for love, then like, yes. But, you know, those were some dangerous times with women having less rights, which is not ideal. So it's just I go back and forth. I'm like, it would be great. Pros and cons. But maybe just a day, you know, a day, go to a ball, have some fun, then just like Cinderella, clap my little feet, and then, you know, come back to today. Wouldn't that be fun to time travel? I always think about time traveling. I'm like, time traveling and teleporting. I mean, how convenient. I would live to be able to teleport. I could just go travel the world all the time. It would be amazing. And... It would really add on to the title Precisely Nowhere as well. Like it would it would it would be a like a double whammy and I, I love that, you know? I mean, this name, it just continues to have so many meanings and apply to so many things and I love it. And I'm so glad that I got to name this with Rose. It was like this was like a child that we both had, you know? And now the baby is fully with me and Rose is like a fun, a fun aunt. And I love that because I have, I have some great aunts. Thank you for listening. I hope you all have a wonderful week whenever you're listening to this and I will talk to you soon. Music and editing done by Marco. You can find him at midnight, M-I-D-N-I-T-E underscore mind eight zero on Instagram for more of his work.